0: Hello, welcome to Be a Better Human podcast, and you are tuning in to this Tuesday, the week of March 8th through the 13th, and I'm so happy that you chose to join me this week. Um, Today's topic is going to be from Romans, and it's going to be very interesting. I'm so happy that you tuned in, because um, I think you're going to enjoy today's topic, and it's Romans 8.32. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously graciously give us all things? That's the New International Version. I like the King James, so I'm going to go down to King James Version. It says, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So he said all things that the Lord is willing to give us, and um by him giving us Jesus, that was the biggest gift that we could ever ask for, and it was interesting because um this today's topic is gift, and I was driving along yesterday, taking my son to one of his appointments that we had to go to, and he had already come up with a rap name for himself he's sixteen years old for those who don't know, and I didn't really like the other names that he had came up with. But I just went along with it because, you know, it's his name. It's his, it's what he wants to do. But I asked him, I said, have you ever considered calling yourself gifted? And he said, Mom. He was like, I was already thinking about changing my name to something like that. Because he said when I was, you know, having some time by myself today, he said it came into my mind. It came into basically, he said. He knows the Lord brought it into his heart that he needed to change his rap name and then he wants to get a you know, get his name and all that stuff done on a shirt. And so I'm excited for him. But even more than, you know, my son coming up with that as his rap name, being a gift, um, I just thought it would be kinda cool for him to say he's gifted. Because um and it reminds me of the Lorraine Hansberry when I was a young woman, I was very inspired by this woman's plays, and even though I never seen the whole play, um, I got to act out parts of the play in a fun little production that my sister actually was the one who was chosen to be a part of it but because one of the actors couldn't be a part of it, and I really wanted to, they let me be a part of it, too, and I was so excited, and it it was called Raising the Sun, but it was some other plays that she did along with the Raising the Sun, but what I'm getting at is... She, the name of her topic was Young, Gifted, and Black. And I believe that we have so many people in our new generations coming up. These children are so gifted. And um, I was in a classroom with some pre-K children, and I hardly ever, ever deal with pre-K children. But I just, the Lord led me to go to take a pre-K class on Thursday because it was the only class that I could have for half day because I had something to do in the afternoon. And when I tell you these kids were phenomenally gifted, even at that age, and not all of them in the room were that way, but just for the few that I encountered that were, um, I told them something. I didn't use any pictures. I didn't use the computer because the, the system was down. And people think that a lot of the kids in that age group don't have a good attention span. And they have to constantly be, you know, uh, stimulated by you know, either the phones or the iPads, and some of them are that way, but I'm telling you, I just told them a story about a famous, a famous scientist, and you know that they could, that there was three of them, like an hour later or two hours later, I asked them about what they learned, and they were able to articulate to me um, everything that I told them, and I know they hadn't known that story ahead of time, because it wasn't one of those Martin Luther King type people, it was a person that I knew that none of them had been introduced to before. And so when I met the teacher, the teacher came in um, she was a half day. And I said, I really enjoyed your students today. And I said, they were just really special. And the teacher, she took a lot of effort in decorating her classroom. And she took a lot of effort in the way she teaches. Like you can tell she's very intentional. Every every place in that room had some type of learning materials. It was no room that was wasted. You know every inch of the room was decorated, but it wasn't decorated with just stuff the kids couldn't learn from. It was all like sight words and things like that and i I just was blown i was blown away absolutely blown away and this is an inner city school this is not even on the good side of town or anything like that, but I would definitely go back because I was really impressed so <clears throat> when we think about um how the Lord bringing it back to the Bible he said he has already given us his son and you know, he's, he's already given us that and he didn't have to give us Jesus, but he said, now that I've given you the huge, I've already taken care of your salvation. I have taken care of anything that would keep you from me by giving you a, a perfect sacrifice for your, you were the ones who messed up as humanity. We're the ones who needed the help. And he even sent us, um, a savior so that we could be reconciled and we wouldn't have to we wouldn't have to depend on our own abilities because he know we wouldn't be able to do it so by just by the lord being able to do that that's just already amazing and then he says so now that i've given you the cream of the crop basically don't you know that anything under that is going to be smaller than what i've already given and and if you just think about that i just want that to sink in for a second Anything else that we can even ask, think to ask the Lord for is going to be smaller than the biggest gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. So so think about how your dreams and your visions and the good things that God has on, on your life. Think about how he probably already had that set in motion and he already wanted it more for you than you wanted it for yourself. Because the hardest gift that he probably out of any gift that he had to give us, he already did it when he when Jesus was on the cross. So the, the, now these gifts that we're asking for, these favors or however you want to request, however you want to say them, they're all smaller than the cross in the eyes of of our of our heavenly Father, and so we should come boldly to the throne of grace. And make our requests known to him. But we also should come from a place of peacefulness and a place of, like, wow, you know, I'm still remembering, I'm still remembering how much I don't deserve Jesus in the first place. So I don't come boldly like the Lord owes me something, but I do come boldly in the fact that I know that whatever I'm asking now is a, it's very small. Compared to what I've already been received, what I have already received from my heavenly father. So that's the way I look at it. When I think of boldness coming to, unto the Lord, what are my requests? Second thing, and I'm going to make this short today. <laughs> I'm already seven minutes in. But um, second thing I wanted to take away from being gifted and having gifts is that everything that we have, he says that we shouldn't boast in it. Because there's nothing that we have been that we have that we have not received. So he's basically saying, you know, don't get caught up in the gift, the gift that the Lord has. If you can sing or you can rap or you can whatever you think that you can do, and people are giving you, you know, credit for being able to do, don't get sidetracked on that because the gifting itself is not the point. The point is to use that. To bring other people into the kingdom of the Lord. And so today at church, um I was very moved because we were all asked to come down during communion if we needed healing for any particular um thing that was going on in our lives, whether it be a physical healing or mental healing or family healing. And I was thinking about my family needs a lot of healing. And so I went down front, I've been down front. And that place was just crowded, but it was a beautiful scene because it was all different ages, all different cultures. Um, It was a good blend of humanity, period. You know, just wasn't a lot of one nationality or one age group down at the front. And so I really, I really felt good about that. And it was just felt like a warm, cozy feeling. And while we were all down there about to take of of the communion, I just thought, you know, he reminded us about the gift of Jesus. And a lot of people always, you know, bring up bring that up around Christmas time that Jesus was the, you know, ultimate gift to the world and things like that. And that is true, but we can't forget about the sacrifice on the cross. But we don't need to. It's it, all of it is just you can't compartmentalize his life or compartmentalize the the significance of how him coming into the world and giving himself as a ransom for the whole world's sins, then ascending back to heaven, then coming back and making appearances to different people and different crowds of people at different times. So it wasn't just the disciples that saw him, but it was all these other witnesses that saw him after he had ascended. And so and then came back. So I'm just saying it's just it's just a wonderful story. It's just a wonderful um glorious um, magnificent love story of the father for his creation and of Jesus for him to allow us to be heirs, in, heirs in, in in the family of God. And so that was bringing up the whole thing about the communion. It was good. It was just a good reminder that communion is not just the act that we do out of we're at church. So this is what we're doing because we're at church and we're you know, is part of the ceremony. He really made it more impactful the way that he let he let the Holy Spirit lead him in the way that he had people come down front and actually think about he being healed of their elements because the healing power and all the things we we know that the Holy Spirit through the blood of Christ he already is doing those things. Those things have already been taken care of on the cross. There are so many people that just don't know that, so they're still living beneath. Their ability to be to be fully whole and be fully um, walking in in power and in victory, but I think of the gift the just the gifting um, of life itself and the gifting of being able to worship freely, and we were talking about that on the prayer call this morning. So it's just so many things that the gifting just kept coming. It just kept coming throughout my weekend, um, and that's why I wanted to share that we can approach the throne and we can know that whatever we're asking for, let it be about trying to get more souls into the kingdom and let the Lord use our gifts reveal to us our gifts and um, also be an encourager of other people in their gifts um, because we all are really not competing with each other. We're loving each other and we're just all family. That's the way we're supposed to look at each other in the kingdom of God anyway, is that we're all we all have the same motives and the same we all should have the same love for God and the same love for people um, that Jesus had. So I'm just walking in that and I pray that this was a blessing and encouragement to you today or whenever you listen to this and much love to you all out there and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Being a Better Human.